to episode number 87 of Bill Man the Sport Guys podcast. I am your host, Bill Man. Now, normally, I cover the latest weekly news from the NFL, NBA, MLB, and NHL, but we're going to do something different here. And I'm aware that some of you guys are probably looking and being like, wait a minute, is my time right? timing wrong? Is my watch wrong? Normally, Bill Man lets an episode out on Sundays. He's letting an episode on a Friday night? Yes, that's right. I, I'm i going to do two episodes this weekend because you all are so awesome. <laughs> all right. So for some of the people that may not understand basketball and some of the rules of basketball that's also in the NBA – I wanted to dedicate base this episode on some little bit of history and some of the rules on the NBA for the viewers to understand. And hopefully, and I'm really hoping this helps that will understand in basketball overall and in the NBA since I've normally covered the pro leagues throughout the episodes. All right, let's get to it. So the NBA. The full stanchion stands for National Basketball Association. It's a professional league in North America. They currently have 30 teams. 29 of them are in the United States of America and one in Canada. And and the only one would be the Toronto Raptors. Now, the league... The league was founded in New York City on June 6, 1946 as the BAA, which stands for Basketball Association of America. It changed the name to National Basketball Association on August 3, 1949 after merging with competing National Basketball with the National Basketball League, the NBL. But then in 1976, the American Basketball Association merged to adding four franchises to the NBA. The NBA, the NBA's regular season, it usually starts around October and it runs through April. Each team plays 82 games. Now, players do add salaries. There are some that have a wide margin of salary that will get 200 to 250 plus. And then there are some players that will normally get around 100, 150, less than 200 million sometimes. Now, the Boston Celtics and the Los Angeles Lakers are tied with the most championships. They are tied with 17. And the recent NBA champions this, from this past season was the Golden State Warriors. Now, basketball, their court is a hardwooded floor. Okay? And you, and you run on the floor. 
Okay, so then you have two hoops to shoot at. And there's two teams, an opponent and a home team. Now, for the NBA, the there's a maximum 15 players that could currently be on an NBA roster. But in the offseason, they allow them to carry the roster up to 20. And obviously, there are coaches and referees. One is a head coach, and the other can be assistant, and the other can be a equipment, player, defense, you name it. And like I did state, there are officials. All right. Now, quick thing to add with the NBA. During 1979, in 1979, the NBA added the three-point field goal. What is a three-point field goal? So, you Google or picture an NBA court. There is a long outline that's like the first line that you would see. I'm picturing it right. All right. Yeah, yeah, I am. Okay. So, right where you see the one long line, that's before you reach the half circles and square. The square and the circle is where you do the the square is where you line up for the field goal. If you measure maybe 10, 5 inches, if my math is correctly, for the long half circle line, that's where you shoot a three-point. So, so if you shoot a three, you basically get three points. If you shoot like a field goal or if you rebound to in the paint, it's a two-pointer or outside the three-point line. Now... To hopefully make this easy, I do want to try go over some of the rules that can at least help you guys understand. I'm doing the very best I can trying to present to you all this. All right. So let's go over some of the basic rules. Now, there are four quarters in basketball. Now, period time is 12 minutes. Rest time can be 2 minutes, 10 seconds. You cannot touch a ball or above cylinder. Now, all right, now, let's see, okay. So, here's some of the rules, easiest-wise, for basketball. So, obviously, there's offense and defense. Okay, for offense, the player must bounce or dribble the ball with one hand while moving both feet. At any time, both hands touch the ball or the, or the player stop dribbling. The player must only move one foot. The foot that is stationary called the pivot foot. So, when you stop dribbling... And if you dribble again, they will call it a travel. Now, all 
Another one. The basketball player can only take one turn at dribbling. In other words, once a player has stopped dribbling, they cannot start another dribble. A player who starts dribbling again is called for a double dribbling violation and loses the basketball to the other team. A player can only start another dribble after another player from either team touches or gains control of the basketball. This is usually after a shot or pass. So I'm hoping the double dribble part understands it better. Now here are the other basic rules part. The ball must stay in bounds if the offensive team loses the ball out of bounds. It obviously goes to the other team. Now for number four. The player's hand must be on top of the ball while dribbling. If they touch the bottom of the basketball while dribbling and continue to dribble, this is called carrying the ball and the player will lose the ball to the other team. Once the offensive team crosses half court, they may not go back into the backcourt. This is called a backcourt violation. If the defense team knocks the ball into the backcourt, then the offensive team can recover the ball legally. Now, it's that part's kind of different compared to hockey. I'm only going to throw hockey in this for a little bit. In hockey, you can go back to the defensive side on the ice rink whenever you can. But in basketball, you can't. Unless if the, if the defensive team knocks the ball into the backcourt, then you can recover the ball legally. So I'm hoping that part easily understands. All right. Now, the defensive rules. This There's only one simple main defensive rule for basketball. The main rule for the defensive player is not to foul. A foul is described as gaining an unfair advantage through physical contact. There is some interpretation that has to be made by the referee, but in general, the defensive player may not touch the offensive player in a way that causes the player to lose the ball or miss a shot. Now, there have been times where it's gotten so bad to where the player got ejected. The latest good example is Grayson Allen of the Milwaukee Bucks trying to defend on Alex Caruso and the Bulls, but Grayson Allen swatted Caruso mid-halfway, and Caruso suffered an awful injury. And Bulls fans, I know you know you all know who I'm talking about, but anyway. That's the latest example I can come up with. All right. Now, there will be violation signals by the referee. The referee will give out a walking or traveling which is basically not bouncing the ball while walking, a five-second violation, an illegal or double dribble, 10 seconds, which means taking more than 10 seconds to get the ball over half court, carrying or palming the ball, kicking intentionally, which is kicking the ball, over and back, half court violation, and then there's the three seconds, which is the offensive players in the lane or key for more than three seconds. Now, okay, and now,
All right. So, and there are fouls. Let me teach you all some of the fouls. There's a blocking foul. It is called when one player uses their body to prevent the movement of another player. It is often called when the defensive player is trying to draw a charge but does not have their feet set or entites the contact. Then a hand check. A hand check foul is called when a player uses their hands to impede or slow the movement of another player. That is usually called on the defensive player covering the player with a ball on the perimeter. So for the defense, this basically goes on defense, okay? Now, holding. It's similar to a hand check foul, but it's generally called when a player grabs another player and holds on to prevent them from moving. Illegal hand use. This foul is called for any use of hands on another player that the referee thinks is illegal. It's generally called when you hit another player on the arm during shooting or when trying to steal the ball. Now, there's some offensive fouls. Charging. Charging is called on the player with the ball when they run into a player that already has position. If the defensive player doesn't have the position or is moving, then generally the official will call blocking on the defender. Moving screen. A moving screen is called when the player setting the pick or screen is moving. When setting a screen, you have to stand still and maintain position. Sliding a bit over to block your opponent will cause a moving screen foul to be called. There's over the back. This foul is called when rebounding. If one player has position, the other player is not allowed to jump up over their back to try to get the ball. This is called on both offense and defense. Now, who decides? It's obviously the officials. When a foul is committed, when some fouls are obvious, others are more difficult to determine. Then the referee has a final say. However, arguing will get you nowhere. Now, and you could obviously still challenge. So, those are some of the rules. Now, before, before we end this episode there are some unwritten rules now unwritten rules are rules that basically have not been written and it gets very very hot debatable sometimes for all four sports but what i have to what i have for you all is a few unwritten rules in basketball overall and in the NBA if you want to kind of okay here's number 1 if you're a good margin and basically are guaranteed to win don't score on the final possession let the clock run out you can see an ex- now an example of when Evan Turner on the Los Angeles Lakers did a 360 dunk when they were up 5 with around 4 to 5 seconds left and the Los Angeles Lakers got very mad at him it's generally considered bad manners to do so and stat padding. Number two, if you foul a player, never push the player behind the back. It gets very dangerous where it can lead to an injury, and for the player, that is airborne. Some may receive flagrant or they'll get ejected for doing so. And the last one, help your teammates off the floor when they fall due to a foul, slipping, dive for the ball. You can see this all the time. If a player falls due to a foul and his teammates help him, 
help him up to take free throws. So, you can always let me know on Twitter at BillmanSports and Instagram at BillmanSportsGuy and what you think on the unwritten rules. For this one on basketball, I don't know how I feel about number one, to be honest. Number two and three, totally okay with it. Totally understand. So, this episode was just to give some history on the NBA and a bit of basketball overall. And to basically educate you all on basically the rules of basketball overall and some on the NBA. Actually, before, I, before we even go, the NBA is announcing a rule change for this upcoming 2023 season. That's actually the last thing I want to talk about before we leave. So, another rule that the NBA is, they're changing their, the transition take foul from the defensive side. It will limit intentional fouls meant to stop the opposing team from going into fast break action. When a take foul occurs, the offensive team will now be awarded one free throw by any player on the court and retain possession of the ball. The defensive player who commits the take foul will be assigned a common foul. Under the previous rules, a take foul resulted in a simple side out unless it pushed the opponent team into the bonus. Fans have been pushing for this rule change for quite some time now. Fast breaks often result in some of the most exciting plays in basketball. These these new rules will help encourage more fast-paced transition offense. All right. So, in today's episode, we went over a bit of the history of the NBA, a bit of basketball overall, the unwritten rules of basketball, the new rule that's coming into the NBA this season, and some of the easiest rules in basketball. My goal for this episode was to try not make this too complicated to the to those who probably don't understand the rules of basketball. I really hope this episode helps. I've been trying to work very hard on this one to not make this too complicated. And I'm really hoping this episode helps and educates the rules on basketball and a bit of history too. So if you got thoughts, if you got opinions, or if I miss something, you can always let me know on Twitter at BillmanSports and Instagram at BillmanSportsGuy. Alrighty, everybody. Thank you for tuning in for this second episode of the two-episode weekend. And episode number 87 of Bill Man the Sport Guys podcast. I am your host, Bill Man. As we count down to episode number 100, stay tuned for episode number 88. Peace.